and people can queue Audacity independently. Thank you. One, two, three. Oh, no, not three. yet, Jason. Faster, Jay, faster. Come on, Jay, hurry up. We're almost already done here. Come faster, Jay, faster. I can't finish until Audacity Check. starts. <laughs> That's oh, what I said. Oh, oh, Ian, Ian Malcolm, cars cars Dr. Too. Ian Malcolm. I was talking about, I was trying to explain Independence Day to, um... Welcome to Are We Doing This, a weekly internet podcast you with four friends who have no fucker. idea what they're doing. My name's Jay. <laughs> I'm Isaac. Connor. Fuck you, jackass. I'm that feisty. That'd be Xavier. I'm spicy. Jay, Hi, you come welcome to Are We Doing This, this? So a weekly much podcast with Where'd four internet energy, friends man? who have okay. no idea what they're doing. Okay. I'm Xavier. Um, we have Jay, Isaac, and Connor. Jay's on the shit list this week. Let's get started. I'm rustling papers. I've got beverages. I've got... We've, we can't... There's no time. Does everybody understand me? There's no time. We got to get right down to business. Okay? To defeat the Huns? Who? Who? Watched The Rock. <laughs> Define <laughs> watched. Isaac, did you watch it? Hazily enjoyed. Um, that all okay. depends on what you mean by watched. Okay. Uh, Connor, did you watch it? <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. Oh, yeah! I definitely started The Rock. Uh-oh. Xavier? And I'm kind of in the same boat as Isaac. I also started The Rock. Okay. Okay, that's okay. I've got some. I got some things I need to get off my chest. That's where this energy is coming from. So may I have the floor to start us off? We just we don't have time. We don't have time Go for ahead. the normal hijinks. We gotta we gotta dive right into this. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Okay. Quit them tapes. The, get right to the J's. The, the Rock is a 1996 uh, Michael Bay film. What a fucking cast! And I just want to start us off with my theories. I've got two theories, okay? I don't want to steal anyone's valor. Last week, I think it was Connor, but it might have been Isaac, was saying that you thought that, like, The Rock was secretly, like, a James Bond movie that, like, the Americans had captured. That, that was me. And... That was me. Also, okay. that was the spoiler horn. Oh, yeah. The spoiler oh, horn is going Spoilers for a 27-year-old movie. Okay. So, so that 1996, is 1996. So, so no, that, that, that would is, be 24 years old. So that is my first theory that I want to bring back up. That I think this is secretly the end of the James Bond franchise, ending on the right note with Sean Connery reprising his role as James Bond, Mr. Mason. Now, there's another theory. Since it's I Jay, believe... since it's 24 years old, is are, is your second theory that this is also my secret child? No, my second theory, and I, I this is where all the energy is coming from. So I'm hoping you all be calm and you let me speak. My second theory is this: who is the who is the hero in this movie? Doctor Cox. Uh, it's Doctor Stanley Goodspeed. Okay, who is the villain in the movie? Dr. Cox. Come on. Who is the villain? FBI Director James Womack, played by John Come Spencer. On. Quit quit dicking around. Who is Sean the villain? Sean Connery. You're, you're killing the energy. The, I got the, a lot. The, all right. I know where you're going with this, Jay. No. The villain no. is We're Leo the villain. from the West Wing. No. Stop it. Stop Josiah Bartlett. The villain. I've got... I've got a lot of positive energy, and I don't want. If it gets side, if, it, if I get well, then tell just us. then just tell, tell us, us, Jay. Just tell us. Tell I us. beg you. Yes, I'm, tell us, brother. I'm trying to lead you along the way. I no, don't want to just be keep led. asking just the same me. question. Well, just tell us. Lead by telling. The bad guy is, of course, uh, Brigadier General Hummel. No, he's a good guy. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah, he's a good guy. He, they done fucked up. He's. He's the antagonist, but he's not the bad guy. Stop it. You're going to upset me. I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to take you by the hand and and Okay, right. You Nominally narratively, he is the bad guy in that he has gone too far. He knew okay. what he was doing was wrong, so, and he had to wait right? for his wife to die before he did it. Right. So yes, so, he is the bad guy. He crossed the line. He attacked Americans for on yes. for the benefit of other dead Americans. Okay, so now at the end of the okay, so we've de we've decided that that Nick Cage good guy, Ed Harris bad guy. Now at the end of the film, and we already sounded the spoiler horn. What does uh, what does Goodspeed end up with? 
they escape from the church, get into the the Volvo with the just married sign, and and Connor, since you watched it, what do, what is what does he have? What has he taken from the church? Is it a baby? Oh, the microfilm that was uh, placed there by Sean Connery's character, Captain Mason, uh, who was a British SAS officer who. Uh, Connor, Connor, like stole American secrets, and those Connor? American secrets were who killed JFK. Connor and other things. Yes. I want, I want. You I know, know what it is. I want you to know how serious I am because I'm in Whisperland. Okay. <gasps> you who come down into Whisperville. I that's know. How, that's why I'm trying to get you guys to calm down JFK. and take seriously. Brothers I know. Are you saying Sean Connery's he, character, you... <laughs> Captain John Patrick Mason, <laughs> We're gonna killed cut all JFK? This out. Stop, stop. James Bond ready? shot JFK. Are you gonna? No. Can, are you gonna stop fucking dicking around and actually take me seriously? Because I've no. got a real theory. I am taking you seriously. Okay. I know. I, I know what the theory is, Jay. I know what the theory is. Tell us. It's not that this movie is somehow one of my children. This, it is that this movie is the. He end? took the coordinates to the Isaac, Declaration of Independence. Isaac, I've the been real good, one. And you're gonna fucking piss me to off. The real oh, Declaration Jay, of I see where you're going. Stop. This is the first movie in the Stop. National Treasure trilogy. Yes. Because no, it's Nick the last Cage movie the in the National Treasure trilogy. Nick Cage the is the hero. Ed Harris is the bad guy. Ed Harris didn't die in Alcatraz. He survived, and they go head to head. This is the unofficial start to National Treasure. I figured it out. Whoa. It's all connected. Right. Okay. And so and so he gets the microfilm. He finds out who killed JFK, yeah. and the microfilm contains secrets that begin him, that give him proof that his dad's crazy theories. And the legacy and his of his family is real. And his grandfather's is real. And that gets him all hyped for the beginning of National Treasure. So can Whoa. I just, can I and just what, rattle off? Ju- so, so does he break up with Carla because she's like Catholic yeah. and really needy? Yeah. yeah. Okay. What about his She child? really does like railroad him into marriage. So, it's pretty so crazy. Can I just rattle off some fa- I I wrote five pages worth of notes. Can I rattle off some facts for you? Please? Sure. Okay. Um, How many pages of notes? Five pages of notes. They're very small pages. That's incredible. It, 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 it was done on a legal pad. Well, I fucking did the challenge. I did my homework. Can we I take tried. A picture of I those tried so that we can put them into the show art. Uh, I, I can put three. There's two that have OPSEC real estate stuff on them. Um, I, wait, 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 wait. The... So you That's were kind of like doing some real estate business meetings with like as your job. No, I was watching the movie and, and during your job, calls. you were I got a couple phone calls. <laughs> True story. Uh, That's the last... incredible. Did you ask your clients like, hey, have you seen the rock? Because I got this theory going on. I mean, like we're going to talk about this like class A housing market right now. But like, who do you think Sean Connery is? <laughs> so i mean some great some wait great a quotes, minute wait a 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 minute are we sure that dr jones died when he was visiting with the cup of heavenly goodness what the fuck are you even talking about? We're talking about The Rock. We're talking about National Treasure. Oh my god, you are so vapid, and people wonder why I get so frustrated with you. I've got big The Rock energies, and you are just putting up roadblocks left and right. No, Indiana uh, Jones the and the Last was a Crusade. Film. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Wait, is that the one with uh... Sean Connery okay. playing. Right. Uh, playing. Indy dad. Indy, Indy's dad. He right. ends and up dying. And they sleep dying. with the same woman. He ends up dying near the grail, uh, but maybe he didn't die. Maybe he became James Bond. He makes a valid point. And then no, further you know, information. Movie. This is this is a this is oh, where he gets the information. Talk about that this one, is where Connor. he gets the information to put onto the microfiche <laughs> to send Nick Cage on his globe-trotting adventure, well, America-trotting adventure, to find and repatriate the artifacts. Can I can I please read some of my notes, please? Oh, yes, please. Okay. All right, so some of my standout quotes are, Tour's over, Bob. Um, I hope you're insured. Um, hey, man, you just fucked up your Ferrari. And then when Nick Cage responds, 
It's not mine, and neither is this. And he takes the kid's bike. Um, obviously, when Sean Connery looks at the camera and says, Maybe I'm losing my rock. sex appeal. Um, and then his line where he goes, uh, Avoiding gang rape in the washroom. Maybe I'm losing my sex appeal. Um, and when uh, Nicolas Cage says, uh, Carla was the prom queen. <laughs> Stanley's not a very good swimmer. <laughs> that was pretty good. And then, you know, just like the whole thing with, with the microfilm at the end, like with the National Treasure tie-in, I mean, JFK aliens, oh, you want to know about the, the landing at Roswell? Like, come on. And then last but not least, uh, I have a little game that I would like to play. And I've got um, a little treat in mind that I'm going to try to acquire for whoever takes me seriously and plays my game. It's very simple. It's uh, who is the closest without going over. Uh, and whoever wins, I will mail a treat. I want everybody to guess what's the body count on this film. How many how many people were killed in this film? I looked it up. Oh God! I looked it up. Are we including well, I just, flashback I just... killings? I, I'm I'm telling you, I've got the official. Don't Xavier, get your fucking fingers to... off the keyboard right now, right now. I'm going you to get go away with from the internet. Seventy-four. <laughs> okay, seventy-four says Isaac. You're not right. I'm going to go with 150. 150 for Connor. Okay. Xavier. I'm going with 79. You fucker. That is a dick move. So I have to say, like, unfortunately, nobody gets a treat because the body count in this film, only 25 people. Jesus Christ. Well, I was Mm -hmm. closest. Wait, so what about the 86 dead Marines that the whole film is about? We never see them killed. I was I was clearly the But there's the flashbacks. Closest. That's why I asked the question. Audio flashbacks. We never see anybody killed. This is bodies killed on screen. Oh, Body count. Right, that's right, I just right. They didn't even get they didn't even get military yeah. burials, man. We didn't that's, see their deaths on screen. It's how, like we forgot they, that they even existed. That's how the Internet Movie Database, also known as IMDb, um, counts their official body count. It's it's on screen deaths. So I I just watched the scene where they popped up out of the uh, out of the sewer in into the uh, into the bathroom showers and, yeah right. into the showers right and uh, many of the men were killed there was there was a surprising you know I said earlier that I don't think that uh, General Hummel is the bad guy rather he's just the antagonist but yeah boy some that. of his some of some of his uh, some of his recruits there there was absolute glee on their faces that you saw during the uh, copious number of uh, dramatic zooms that yeah. were that made up that scene um, yeah. so I would say that he right, was not right. the bad there guy. Were he was the antagonist but his team recruited marine captains that were 11 that were jerks 11 fry and Darrow were the were the creepos 11 captains oh. fry and captain Darrow 11 is how many men died in that scene yeah 11. I broke it down. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, right, right, right. Well, and that makes sense because they were they were locators 11 and 12. Uh, so, uh, like, those were the two locators that were left moving after that scene. That, like, the they were like, oh, my God, these two are still alive. Um, so, yeah, that tracks. I would like to give Jay a challenge. Challenge. Jay. I, I did compliment sandwiches a couple of and I want Jay to try it. Jay was the only one of us that actually, like, accomplished that in the past. Yeah. I don't know if I yeah. have it in me. I mean, I brought all my energy with the Xavier, rocks. you've never had to give anyone a compliment sandwich. Xavier, are you going to give each one of us a compliment sandwich? Well, I think Xavier me... is just trolling for some more compliment sandwiches for himself. Let I me, think let so me too. finish. Oh, the, I think there so is too. a reward. At... Oh. There is um, an actual Is reward. this going to stray away from Is it all the gold in Scotland? No, it's one of those nice treat boxes Connor got. Oh, fuck. I want one of those. What's the oh, game? Oh, shit. Yeah, they're really good. You should do it. <laughs> all, all I have to do is say nice Connor treat. Oh, my God. Eau Claire makes a great Wonderful treat things. box. They give good treat. Connor, did you ever send Isaac a gift? No. <laughs> no. I have, I have a tracking number. I do have a tracking number. We're going to talk about that. Wait, they sent you a tracking number? No, uh, they did not send. They didn't. They didn't send me a tracking number. However, uh, as part of the uh, UPS service, uh, or not UPS, USPS informed delivery service, 
I uh, love that. I was love able that. to see Whoa. that I have a package coming. So Whoa. I have a... Do you guys That's not incredible. have USPS? Do you have not? Do you I guys do. not have USPS delivery digest? You you gotta get it. the you gotta get the informed delivery because they'll actually informed take pictures delivery, of your sorry. mail. They'll take pictures of your mail because that happens okay, anyway. Here, hold they'll on. email you. I'm those writing pictures. down notes on one of these Baron Fig note cards. What is this called? USPS informed delivery. Fuck yes. Shit, I forgot we it's had uh, up in the delivery. Xavier, up in the top right. You got Isaac. Isaac. What, do you? When did you sign did, up? You for? did it again, Jay. I know I fucked up. Okay, I signed up June, uh, July sixteenth of two thousand and eighteen. Where do you see that you signed up? Like, where's I the? I save all. I save all the emails. I have oh. a folder. My uh, my wife is the one that signed up, and so I don't know. Mm-hmm. We couldn't figure out how to like add another email address to it, so mm-hmm. I think she just has like a rule in Gmail set to forward it to me. But it shows up as if it's <laughs> not forwarding. It like it shows up like it's coming from the postal service. So I have no idea how that's working, hmm. but Dark it sorcery. is. That's it wonderful. Is. That so is. okay, yeah, we get yeah. The... So there is indeed a, a package winging its way, and and for the purposes of this episode, we could talk about it because I can I can send Isaac digital versions of what I've sent, um, so he can at least like talk about them and sort of open the gift and know what it is without physically receiving it, uh, or we can wait till next week or. Can whatever. I say one thing real quick before we get out of the rock completely? Um, I oh, I have a ton of stuff to talk about with the rock. I don't think so we, we are gotta... leaving the rock. Okay. I, right, I, I think that I the rock is actually what this episode is, and then we have little segments that are non-rock. So I put into the show notes um, the IMDb uh, page for for the trivia page for the rock, and like, no joke, there is like legit trivia about people speculating the ties to James Bond and National Treasure. Uh you sent us the Wikipedia link. I do, oh, I do see the no, trip. I, I sent that it's, after it's up just there for higher. general purposes for the audience, just like overview. But then the, I spent sent specifically the rock, um, the rock uh, trivia page from I, ah. the Internet Movie Database. I think the the first piece Time of trivia there is actually the most piece of information, thing. most 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 interesting piece of trivia I've read in a while. Sir, Sir Sean Connery insisted the producers build a cabin for him on Alcatraz as yeah. he didn't want to travel from the mainland to the uh-huh. island every day. And they did. He got what he asked for. It's time for our weekly sponsor segment. This week's episode is sponsored by Amazon's original World's Toughest Race Prime Video. Watch it. I'm what? sure it's wonderful. World's Toughest Race? What? That is the ad I'm receiving on the top of this webpage. Yeah, we don't have You sponsors. get ads? <laughs> we don't have sponsors. Where do you get ads from? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, if anyone's interested <laughs> in the sponsorship, we're pretty in the red. <laughs> so... <laughs> Please. Right, right. Uh, and and you get, must know that your sponsor dollars are not going to go towards any kind of like good thing for society. They're no. just going to go to Eau Claire, Wisconsin's yeah. box factory and over gonna, and over. And I'm going to spend it I'm going to spend it at jetpens.com and ordering various tchotchkes and gag gifts for my co-hosts. I will If you want to if you want to, uh, you want to invest in the cannonball us, economy. If you want to, www.giveusyourfuckingmonsters.com, and you can send your magic cards and your Pokemon cards to www.giveusyourfuckingmonsters.com, and we will that. fund the show by selling your monsters once you give your fucking monsters to us. Give us your fucking monsters.com. Uh, and it, Black lotuses, be... especially. Or if you want to be our sponsor, go to www.beourfuckingsponsor.com. Is that a real thing? Where you can give us Do money we have to make that a real thing now? Directly. Why Xavier, you cr- absolutely need to go get that right. now if yeah, you're not. stop talking and go get you it. You can't joke about give us. Yeah, you can't. Make us your fucking sponsor. Or why sponsor our have... fucking podcast. Why do I have go do it. and Yeah, take some time, Xavier. Doing it now. Wheelchairs. Cool. The uh, that I I so I started watching. Uh, oh, the quarter! I bet is the quarter he flicks him and he uses it to like scratch the window and he's Womack, you lying son of a bitch! <laughs> Thirteen oh, bucks. Yeah. Should I buy it? Thirteen bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have. Yeah, to. I can Venmo. I'll Venmo you thirteen bucks. So sponsors. No, 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 no. Once Save again, we are further. Own. We are further in the red. 
Once right, right, right. No, Xavier pays for his own hosting uh, or domain registration. If you make a joke that's a domain registration joke, you are the person who has to go buy the domain. Do we no want? You that seems reasonable. Do we want email with this? No. Fuck yeah. Yes. Where else are we gonna get the sweet, sweet messages? <laughs> right, right. Uh, well, it's, uh, it's a sponsor forwarding Podcast.com could become I'm... a clearinghouse. For sponsorships for all kinds of no, it's uh, I have it's a, I some serious money. Breaking news! Breaking news! Um, you know we often joke about how we only have one listener or two listeners. I just want to inform the proletariat that not only do we have multiple listeners, we have, we have, we have. We have a listener on the other side of the fucking planet in So, uh, special shout out to friend of the show, Kashmir, for uh, tuning in tuning in from Halfway around the world, baby. Tune we are, from Tokyo. we're global. We're worldwide. Tune in from Tokyo. Wow. We're to worldwide. Tune in worldwide Tokyo. are we doing this? Yeah, hell yeah, man. We're across the. We're zipping around so the Isaac, galaxy. Isaac, you mentioned that your your watching of the rock is sort of like a complex explanation. Can you go into that? Well, so last I think Friday. Does it involve edibles? No, no. It was Friday or Saturday. <laughs> it was Saturday. No, I, edibles. Edibles I just, are not a thing oh, for me. Oh, you got like when, little kids, man. You can't do, you remember, do that. Do you remember when Babe? Do you remember when Babe Ruth like? held his baseball bat out to like the outfield and like proclaimed dude this is going to be a home run I i'm i'm saying i'm saying this episode's going to be a home run <laughs> 20, 25 minutes in i'm i'm calling the shot i'm holding the baseball bat out to the outfield i'm saying this is going to be a good one. there's going to be an asterisk next to this one so instead of watching Whoa, and not for in, the instead steroid of watching, use <laughs> instead of watching the rock what i did on saturday was uh my kids were upstairs and i was having not a great day and i was like i'm gonna go have some fun i was listening to uh i believe blank check with griffin and david which is a very fun funny uh movie review podcast where they go through the filmographies of various directors and uh directors who had great success in the beginning of their careers and were given a blank check sometimes those checks sometimes those checks cleared and sometimes they bounced baby um and so I was listening to the podcast episode about Mission Impossible 3, 4, Mission Impossible 4, Ghost Protocol. Oh, and, I get it. I get it. And so I get it. I watched this that. Is, you, th- you don't have a camping story, so this is the part where you, you, you put in, you like insert your own boring story that doesn't right. have to do with camping. Okay, cool. So, go ahead. So I, I was um, not having a great day, and I was like, that sounds like fun. I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to drink some beverages and watch Mission Impossible, which I started doing. And then my kids came down. Good movie. And uh, it was a very good movie. But I started the movie with Doesn't like an old fashioned, and it holds up well. It's it's good. It's Doesn't it's pretty funny. Uh, Mission of which one? Are, are you talking about the original, the first Mission Impossible with? Tom no, Hardy? four. Mission Impossible four. Oh, oh Ghost okay. Protocol. I was gonna say The Rock holds up for 1996. I need to watch Mission Impossible again. This watching uh, Ghost Protocol makes me want to watch it again. And my kids want to watch it with me now, so that's kind of fun. Um, so I started with an old-fashioned, and by the time I'd gotten through that movie, I had that old-fashioned and uh, a decent amount of Fireball, which I just happened to have sitting next what? to me. <laughs> and, uh, what? Then, then I then the kids went to bed, and I started oh. watching The Rock, and I made it like an hour into The Rock. Uh they had not yet arrived onto the titular rock when I decided that I was not going to make it through the movie, and I shut off the movie, though not the TV, and fell asleep on the couch in the basement. So and, uh, it's funny that you say that, because, Isaac, did you see that Like, I not only watched the movie all the way through, but I fell asleep on the couch watching the movie for the second time somewhere between halfway through and three quarters of the way <laughs> last night 
So yeah, so then I started so I watching watched it, it again. The both of us between your between your half-assing it and me ass and a halfing it. We yeah, that sounds about a, right. We've got two whole asses. We've got two full asses. We got two Just full like asses. Connor has one full small apartment. Two full asses. All right, brothers, the domain has been purchased. Yeah. www.brfuckingsponsor.com. Sweet. Uh, now, what do we do with it? Give us that sweet, sweet cash. We just put it down to the ether and see if anybody wants us to like hawk a mattress. Do we put a website or, in there? Or, or, like, or, I mean, or some underwear I, I think or we just, socks or something or what have I think you. we just need to have it direct to a uh, a page on arewedoingthis.com. Yeah, I already have a it contact sent forward. Form. Yeah. Connor, you want to create a contact form? Oh. Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. Connor, Connor, I've got a bone to pick with you. I've got it. Okay. No, I don't have a What's bone to pick What's the bone? I don't. Well, mm, mm, no. I think I might just be confused. I feel like there's an episode that you said you were going to superimpose a cannonball onto the the show art, and you 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 didn't. But I could be mistaken. I could. We we record these ahead of time. Oh no no no! I, I could, no, that, I, I could that, just yeah, be. Yeah yeah. Okay okay. Yeah, that's that, why that, I retracted. I did not put I, the that, that's why I recanted. Because... That's why I recanted the the bone in which I was trying to pick. Well, get ready to grab that bone right. and throw it at Connor again, because I think he's about to drop some knowledge on you. Uh-oh. Am I? Are you? Well, uh, that it, was, I don't that think was, Jay uh, heard what you Jeff. said, so... The, the, the episode dirty that, um, Jeff. The episode that, that just uh, dropped... Yeah, we're recording outside of the scope of when we're releasing. Uh, but Dirty Jeff uh, had uh, the bread. It was a sandwich, right? That was the compliment sandwich episode, and so... Yes. I... Just so the listeners know, like we like like we know things are really bad for you. Um, they're not so much for us. This is an alternate universe. We're all in various states of being employed and independently wealthy. Like COVID doesn't exist. Like we have wonderful lives. Like that's why we joke about sponsorships. Like we really don't give a fuck. Like we're really sorry for what you're going through and we're just trying to provide some like sweet sweet comedy relief for you for one hour each week you know we fit it into our busy schedules i was almost late because i was getting an oil change for one of my many vehicles but i mean good luck good 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 luck but like we're cool don't worry about us like we're good but we're like we're worried about you and that's why we do this that's that's why we do this I don't know if I did this right. Will extract value from the magic cards you send me, though. That's definitely for yes, sure. Yes, yes. Yeah. Really... You know, you know yeah. what? You need to send those because that is so. Connor That's currency is, in our Connor world. Is a That's how we get vampire, paid. So he gets those cards and like sort of absorbs them, and then like his hair grows in a little bit better. His skin is a little less pallid. Like he, like he needs those cards to live. So like all sponsorship joking aside, like like please send Connor your magic cards because we need him around. <laughs> This episode is sponsored right, yeah, by I'm, Jay. Yeah, I'm just a... I, if, any, if I am anything, I am just a, a, a towering stack of creatures that continuously needs nice. more creatures on top because the creatures at the bottom are, like, compressing into coal. Are you, like, 30 squids in a trench coat? <laughs> I'm, like, so many... I'm, like, Yertle the Turtle... It's all sort squids. of, like, in... Right... I'm I'm Yertle the turtle with like the stack of turtles on top, except that there's some like, you know, I mean like it's real physics and stuff, and so there's some amount of turtle compression that occurs. Oh yeah, um, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> I am for eels. Never <laughs> meant to make you go to cry. I am several fish and not a guy. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Jackson. Ooh. I am for eels. Never meant to make your daughter cry. I am seven fish and not a guy. Oh, that's good. That's so good. Oh, brothers uh, and audience, I suppose. I should tell you, I have right. a note in my in my oh, notes oh, database. On, on. No, Wait, no, before we leave get through this... this. Before no 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 before we're not we leaving leave, we're not uh, leaving this, we're not leaving before we leave this outcast ripoff I have to insist that you guys watch the movie Four Brothers which stars both members of Outcast who are brothers with Marky Mark and like this other guy who's kind of cute but I forget what the actor's name is 
I'm gonna eat some trash because I got 20 babies in my pocket. I'm, uh, hunting, I'm waiting hunting. for the moon up. I'm, I'm a, a fucking, fucking possum. possum. <laughs> so, so brothers, I have a note in my uh, in my phone, uh, and this note is called "Things That Make Me Happy." And are we if on that? It makes you happy. happy. It can't be that. It can't bad. be that bad. <laughs> if it makes you happy, then why then the, why hell, the are hell are you so <laughs> sad? Well, thankfully, Jay's rendition is bad enough. I don't think copyright can detect us. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. <laughs> Care about you. <laughs> so, so in my in my uh, in in my this notes, I have a I have an image that I found you have from left hand somewhere. Or your right hand? And it is uh, a four-panel comic. It you see in the first panel a woman looking possibly slightly angry in an open door, and this, the about a, a an eighth of a man holding a holding some flowers. The second panel is a picture of a suit coat filled with eels, <laughs> and that suit coat is revealed to be the hand holding the flowers. He says. In the first panel, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh. In the second panel, I am four eels. I am four eels. The third panel is a younger woman who looks somewhat like the woman in the first panel, but obviously younger, and the arm saying, baby, wait. And the caption is, never meant to make your daughter cry. The fourth panel is the suit coat. The, the, The fourth panel is the suit coat in a puddle, along with the pants... And the eels uh, flopping around, and the caption is, I am several fish and not a guy. I am several fish and not a guy. Yeah, that works. That works. Yeah. It's, it's, right. it's, this is, this, this is, is one of the... the tune of Outcast's Miss Jackson. Yes, this is, and this is one of the inaugural pieces of content in my Things That Make Me Happy uh, note. Are we on there, Isaac? Yeah. No. Oh, you're a cold-hearted oh. snake. Well, we need to make some segments that are worth putting in here. I do have many podcast segments in here. Can I so. uh, talk of the rock? <laughs> talk of the rock. I want to hear more about the rock. Talk of the right. rock to you. Talk of the rock to you. All thanks to Mavimbam's uh, Let's a Talk a Dino. Let's a Talk a Dino. Uh, talk of the rock. Uh, so, writing this movie, the writer that got written down as the writer was ultimately a guy named Mark Rosner. He was one of the producers of the movie. He's gone on to produce many other movies. Other people who wrote this movie, who ultimately, after some arbitration with the Writers Guild of America, this was like the last scandal they had before the writer's strike, these are the people who got left off of the credits. Jonathan Hesley, who wrote Jumanji, Die Hard with a Vengeance, and Armageddon, his writing partner, David Weisberg. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, is that David Weisberg and that guy? Oh, no. David Weisberg wrote with Douglas Cook. And they wrote The Rock, Holy Macaroni, Double Jeopardy. Um, Douglas Cook, also uncredited. Aaron Sorkin of The West Wing. Fuck that Scooby guy. 60 on yeah. the which which explains why Leo is in this movie. Aaron Sorkin, fuck you. If you were on fire in a ditch, I wouldn't piss on you to put the flames out. Fucking so shit. don't try and sponsor us. Yeah. If you this do want to sponsor us, we will take your order. money, Mr. Sorkin. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Actually, we would take the money. Yeah. Just yeah. no editorial. We'll still trash your name and drag it through the mud, but we will take your fucking money. <laughs> right. You certainly uh, have Dick plenty of. Dick Clement, uh, OBE, uh, English. Dick Clement. That sounds like an affliction. With... <laughs> it sounds like a malady. Right. Sounds... Dick Clement. Uh, it sounds like an STD. <laughs> And Sorry, brothers. Right, I regret. I regret to inform you that. I regret to inform you that I've been diagnosed with Dick Lament. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Dick Clement. Right. It's a man, so, not a thing you get. What's kind of where I'm going with this is that I thought there it was, was Dick like Lament, like lamenting collection. a dick. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Oh no. oh no! Wherefore art thou, Dick? <laughs> Deny thy father um, and refuse so... thy name. <laughs> yeah, Xavier. 
Yeah, Xavier what? Yeah, yeah, because Isaac's your dad. (laughs) (laughs) This next segment is sponsored by Aaron Sorkin. This movie. Fuck that guy. Oh, God. We're editing all of that. That's that's the ad read for uh, Aaron Sorkin. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Right. Um, we'll get Aaron Sorkin, we'll, we'll, we'll pay for, uh, or yeah, we'll get Aaron Sorkin to donate his voice saying, fuck Aaron Sorkin, <laughs> in his own voice. No, I'm sure he's going to get a cameo. Like that. We could probably pay him for that. No, 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 but why would we pay no. him? Then we're paying Aaron Sorkin. We're then, already in the red. We need, we need cash. We need cash. 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 Sweet, sweet cash. All right, so this movie was like, this movie was a movie that Hollywood took and like wrote and rewrote and rewrote and rewrote. And it turns out that you can actually take like a Michael Bay thing and polish it until it's got like a shiny, shiny gleam. And this is that movie. It's It's like this weird nexus of like everybody tried their best and was in a part of their career where they their best was like their actual sort of career long best this was perhaps the greatest michael bay film that michael bill bay ever filmed he, he because, claims it like, is his own favorite pretty trash he claims it is his own favorite movie hey don't talk well, bad about shirts right those movies are terrible now now, now uh connor movies are super i think terrible. i feel like you may, yeah, maybe worse. you're gonna get to this but i feel like you have left off one of the most interesting names on this uncredited screenwriter list Oh, Nicolas Cage. Nope. Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage rewrote his lines because he thought the character would be weirder and better if he didn't swear at all. And yeah, so Nicolas Cage spends friggin'. the whole movie going, gee whiz! And friggin'. And friggin'. <laughs> well, he knew that he knew he was going to be in a Disney movie a few years later uh, by the name of National Treasure. And you can't, uh, you can't start out your career as a treasure seeker if you're... Uh, saying naughty words Wait, yeah, so, Xavier, so you know how Xavier, so you, you know how the said. phrase so you know how the phrase Quentin Tarantino so you know how Quentin the phrase Tarantino. like Quentin Tarantino so, so you know how the phrase Quentin like Tarantino. Credited. Quentin Tarantino Quentin Tarantino that's the phrase <laughs> <laughs> it means no worries for the rest of your days <laughs> It's our Called Royale with cheese. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. A Quentin. No. Tarantino. Okay. So, Quentin, so you know, like Tarantino. So you know how like the phrase like back when men were men is like horrible and like misogynistic and like terrible. Like yes. I, I kept thinking like with this film though like in a, in a positive way like this is a film back when like cars were cars. Like, this chase involves, like, a fucking legit Humvee and a yellow Ferrari with a fucking gated shifter manual transmission. Is this the vehicle that makes an appearance at the end of National Treasure? No, that's a red Ferrari. Another tie-in! Ooh! It's just just Ferraris all the way down. Right. So what I want to tie, what I would like to tie this movie into is something a little different. I would like to tie this movie into the notion that this is like a Tom Clancy novel with the serial numbers filed off, right? This is like if we could make a Tom Clancy movie without paying Tom Clancy. Because when you kind of like get down to what the actual... um, like conflict in the movie is like what the mission is about and what the threat is this movie this is very hunt for red October. this movie could have been titled uh marine force recon versus seals the movie 
right? And the SEALs have the assistance of, like, a SAS member and a FBI, uh, like, chemical weapons expert, right? Um, because, like, it's really about Marines trying to be Marines and trying to, like, get the government to, like, recognize and, you know, like, humanize and uh, give the families money and relief of, like, these men who died for us and we'll never even know. And they get pretty explicit about it, right? They actually talk about how, uh, like, uh, General, the, 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 the Brigadier General Frank Hummel, he'd served since the Tet Offensive in 68. He'd had men killed in China, which we weren't supposed to be in. He had men killed in Laos, which we were never in. He was, like, in Iraq, lazing yeah. targets before Desert Storm against oh, UN fraud. policy. And those yeah, dudes fraud. just and, got and... left in the desert to die? Like, and Captain Marco is... Ramius is in this movie, the captain right, of is the Red October. Harold Ramius. So this is this is like a early this is like this is like Gladiator, but set in the present day, right? This is about how an empire mistreats its most highly skilled and uh, like good at their jobs generals, and those generals freak out and rebel, right? Because their men are being trashed. And I and I love I love two things. I love the specter of the VX gas, and I love the ransom. A hundred million dollars. He wants to give a million dollars to the eighty three family members. Uh to the eighty three oh, yeah, the eighty three families somebody. of the and people. And then he who died. wants to give and then he wants to give a million dollars to each of the mercenaries and he gets nothing out of it. It's seventeen mercenaries in him. Maybe he is the good guy. Maybe he is the good guy. You can have an antagonist that's a good guy. He's just the he's just the uh, the the immovable rock upon which our heroes dash themselves. You know what? Right, else is and this is the nice. problem. This is the thing that makes the shower scene so awful. Right, is because like right before no, the all thing the that guns makes the shower scene firing, awful is the shooting. They're yelling and yelling. Right, they're yelling and yelling. You're disobeying a direct order. No, you're disobeying a direct order. You're performing an unlawful action. No, you're performing an unlawful action. And they're both right. I mean, they're both people who have been screwed over by the country that is in charge of them and sent to kill each other right this is why the this is why the the androids rebelled in blade runner right like soldiers are soldiers they're they're humans hey, they're hey, not some toys. of us have never seen blade runner sandbox whoa yeah spoilers Man. there's some androids and they're upset at humans and that use of the enos brown house oh my god frank lloyd wright what a national treasure Oh my god! Oh man. Has anyone ever been to Falling Water? Nope. Has anyone ever been to Wisconsin? Frank Lloyd Wright is from. Wait, yes, I have been there. Thank you. Thank you, Isaac. Quick sidebar. has anyone who's been to Falling Water, have you gone to Kentuck Knob? Yes. Oh, that's amazing. that is my dream house. I love that house. You are a fancy boy, Jay. Dude, I, I, it's it's owned by Lord Palumbo. He's got great art installations. Ugh. <laughs> you know what was interesting? So I took a of... I took a tour of Falling Water uh, last year, and I took a tour of Falling Water in maybe like 2005, right when I was still in college. And the difference between the two tours is that the tour I took in 2019, the tour guides were real upfront about the fact that. Um, the Kaufmans, uh, who's the, that was the family for whom the house was built and it, uh, same family, their own Kaufman's, yeah. right. Kaufman's, uh, department store, That's which was like Macy's was. before Macy's. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It was very fancy. So the Kaufman's built this house to be their summer home. And then eventually it was like cool enough that they had opened up that entire pavilion to be like a company picnic park that they let their employees go to every summer. They like ordered a train with 20 cars and loaded a thousand employees up and said like have fun in our park for the summer like this is a perk of employment at kaufman's uh and then gradually they like built their cool house there in addition to it being like a rural lounging spot uh but so after the kaufman's died and it was their son who was left owning the house he's super gay and like he had a long-term partner and he also in between the time where the house was kind of like in the style that it was that when Frank Lloyd Wright built it and when it became a museum, it was like 
a big, giant, beautiful party house. And it like was that for the gay community in Pittsburgh for 30 years. <laughs> and like they built the big weird pool for like mm, some kinky stuff and not for like just swimming in. Uh, like that was a house for entertaining, you know, a wide variety of guests. And that was something that was in the tour in 2019 that was completely absent from the tour in 2004, including the fact that all of the pavilions and stuff that are part of the museum part of Falling Water were designed by uh, Kaufman's husband or like long-term partner who was an architect. And this was kind of his like final gift to his dead husband was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make the most beautiful Falling Water-esque pavilions out of which uh we can sell gift shop stuff and give tours the uh the last thing wife and i did before we moved to southern illinois was we took a private tour and party of falling water where we got to go to like rooms that are normally blocked off and like uh have like champagne and like cocktails and appetizers like out on the one balcony that um people aren't normally allowed on and it was a beautiful and wonderful experience i bought a walking stick uh, at the gift shop, and I got a set of um, cocktail glasses, which when we're off air, I'll try to take a picture of and drop in the show notes, but the, they're these beautiful, like, Frank Wood Wright blue and uh, yellow. Um, God, they're really hard to describe. I don't get them out very often because I'd be heartbroken if anything happened to them, but they're really cool. Connor, did, would you, you say that house... That, did, did that house include oh. uh, things that were erotic or kinky? No. Right, yes, as you just you posted know, in the chat, which the, I will read yeah, aloud. Yeah, the difference, the uh, difference between those two things. The difference is, right, and, and uh, well, I said I said kinky, and I actually, I did indeed mean erotic. As Terry Pratchett notes in Eric, a Discworld novel, quote, just erotic, nothing kinky. It's the difference between using a feather and using a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Terry yeah, Pratchett so indeed... Right. This, you know, this beautiful, incredible architectural miracle and miracle of interior design, uh, its beauty was indeed used for the erotic and, in fact, the homoerotic for 30-something years. And when I took that tour in 2004 as a young bisexual man in Pittsburgh, that information about the history of my subculture, the history of, like, my people, totally suppressed. And now mm -hmm. it's not. So, you know, fucking go 2020. At least we got, like, the gays back into the history books. I well, say in the our gays. 2020, in to... our 2020, the gays were never out of the history books. They were a massive portion of them. If we're going with into... the conceit that we, were, that we are in a better... Oh, yeah. <clears throat> to get back yeah. into the rock well, a little You were tuning just... in to Earth Prime, the one that lived. The Earth that lived. Wait, am I Xavier <laughs> Prime then? <laughs> Okay, so to like get back into The Rock for a minute, like there, there's this really interesting bit of trivia where they talk about how like the director and like the actors at various points had like really weird mixed feelings about the fact that like the like one room where like the caterer set up with like you know steak and lobster and sandwiches and you know fancy like craft food. services. Yeah, it's like where it's where like men were like broken down to the lowest of the lows and how like right you know, right because this whole thing really was filmed on alcatraz island oh which, yeah with tourists uh, is, with tourists right so so alcatraz island is an island in the middle of the san francisco bay the san francisco bay is like mostly silt and there's like a lot of it that's not earthquake stable at all and Alcatraz is one of these big spires of bedrock that comes up out of the bay it's not the, the only island in the bay to build a prison. but Right. So it was like a military fort. It was like a privately owned island for a while. It had a lighthouse for a while. And eventually it became like a military prison for prisoners of war and for uh, like uh, military folks who had gone AWOL, uh, which is ironic, right, for the movie, right? Um, and then it became a prison, uh, a federal prison from like the 30s up until the late 60s. And it was a prison... And it was there because it's isolated, there's strong ocean currents, it's really hard to escape. 
it, it's not really the ocean. It's in the bay. But the thing is, it's close enough to the mouth of the bay that the tide really goes in and then it goes out and it goes in and then it goes out. And so if you try to swim for, to shore, like you are not going to make it to shore before you get swept out. Can we isolate and loop Marco. the can we isolate and loop the audio of Connor saying it goes in and it goes out and it goes in and it goes out <laughs> <laughs> goes in and then it goes out and it goes in and then it goes out and it goes in and then it goes out There Jay you happy I mean if you're captain Marco Ramius then you could probably swim through the tide Who and Wait no it's Harold Ramius It's Marco Ramius it might be Harold Ramius in the book, but it's Marco Ramius. Huh. I think it is Marco. I think you're right. Okay. I don't. So I, I can't imagine a Soviet how... named named Harold. Yeah. I don't know how I got right. Harold. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I still want to talk about how this is like a Tom Clancy novel. When this movie came out, right? When this movie came out, there were things in this film which, looking back on them, still seem like cool space-agey shit that we haven't quite reached at the civilian world, and which the, our military probably does have, but, like, it seems space-agey, which is that they had... Um, all the whole, all the team members were wearing live heads-up display video monitors, which were being looked yeah, at like by body cams. people back at base, right? Yeah. They all had They all had live body cams, they all had uh, mics and GPS sensors. Uh, they had a computerized map of the whole island uh, that they were tracking everybody on. Uh, the map, bad guys, like in Star Wars, right? Grip the it bad and rip guys, it. Grip it and rip it. Uh, the Force Recon Marines. They had um, the uh, the high tech sensors, right? The sensors that looked like they were laser sensors yes. for motion. Yeah, that and was one of the things. Breaking the laser. And that was they one of the had things the, that like, I have in my imperceptible, <laughs> right? They also sensed vibration, and so if you jiggered with them too much, then that would also set off the sensors. And they said I think that they this referred was, to like, those as jigglers. And no one had had it, right? Yeah, I think they did. The jigglers have gone off. Get to the shower scene. You just watched the shower scene. Right <laughs> get to the shower scene. The Is that what they said? Because I did too. They, they uh, said get to get the shower to the scene. Shower scene. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, um, we've got a right, scene so in the shower. Whole, we got to get over whole, there. I'm, I'm loath to say this, but like the I whole like I need the to whole interject. underwater scene, the whole underwater scene where they approached from uh, under the ocean using like the little uh, like James Bond motherfucking like uh, powered underwater like person propellers, you know, uh, that was all. That seemed like such futuristic like new stuff that was like in tom clancy books but had never been on film before there was, and there was... i really was like oh this seems out of place in how like deeply cool the tech is that they're sort of like displaying in the film i have a vague memory that like early on in tom clancy's writing career he got visits from like the cia because he had written stuff that was so close to the reality of their like hidden shit that they were worried that he was either a spy or had access to one. Right. <laughs> Do you want to hear what the worst thing about the rock is, which is the reverse of that? Do you guys remember the Iraqi weapons program, which was exposed in 2002, which was like the nominal reason why, uh, the war on terror was tied into invading Iraq. Do you guys remember this? That the uh, Iraqis were building sure. VX gas? Yeah, weapons of mass destruction. Right. So the long, long con of this, like after all of the dust settled and all the reports were written, is that what apparently happened is that there was an agent who decided that he wanted to produce results. And so working for the British... And so he began telling them that there was a weapons program. And he started describing how everybody kept the weapons program stuff under blue light. It was in glass balls. Uh, it was like a green liquid mix. And it would like kill everything, every living organism in an eight block radius if it was aerosolized, released into the air. Mm -hmm. um, well, you know, like that went on to be 
Colin Powell talking about how there's like spent uranium rods that were actually just like lead pipes that we had shipped to Iraq uh, <laughs> because like mm. they needed lead pipes. Uh, right. Uh, you know, so by February 2013, uh, MI6 had concluded that their source was just lying and that he had made up the details of the fake chemical weapons program by watching The Rock. <laughs> but they kind of forgot to tell the Americans that, and they didn't really brief anybody. Uh, I just want to just want to do like a so, live correction like, for myself, real quick. I'm thinking of Harold Ramis. Is is uh, he's he's the incredible actor from uh, Ghostbusters. He played Egon, Caddyshack, National Lampoon, Groundhog Day, what have you. As a director, uh, he directed episodes of The Office. That's why I was thinking of Harold Ramis. So. My, my apologies, Isaac, you're right. It, it's Marco Ramius from The Hunt for Red October, but that's why I had Harold Ramius at the front of my mind. I put a link in the show notes. Sadly, we are at an hour. We... Oh, it doesn't matter, man. We're talking, we talk of The Rock. I want to finish rock. about this these weapons. Rock talk. Rock talk. Rock talk. Rock talk. But, um, rock right, talk. so rock talk. one of the co-writers actually, like, has a quote about, like, this chemical weapons false claim thing. Quote, hey, Xavier, if you so need amazing. to leave, just yeah, prop Xavier, up a pen dip, and yeah. a coffee maker and dip out. <laughs> I don't need to leave. I'm talking about Isaac. You're just Isaac. trolling us about Yeah, because like, Connor has this great oh, crescendo that he's building to, and we just keep cutting him off at the knees, and he keeps just spurting them. What was so amazing was that anyone, anyone in the poison gas community would immediately know that this Wait, there's was a community by this agent. <laughs> Was total bullshit. Such obvious bullshit. Right, so A, there is a poison gas community, right? And they're like a community of purpose. I miss <laughs> Mr. Yuck stickers. <laughs> oh, me too. Uh, Where can I get a Mr. sheaf Yuck of those? Mr. Yuck rocks. I, I think I can, that might be Mr. a treat Yuck that stickers. I, that might be a treat that I send you. Um, I think they might be still available from Allegheny County they're Poison Control. Oh, Amazon. you can get a Mr. Yuck's mask. From Etsy. As a citizen of Pittsburgh, I have a right to request as many Mr. Yuck stickers as I would like oh. from the health department. I can get 60 stickers, six sheets from Etsy. Put a link you could get them from, from Dirty Jeff's website. That's also eBay, not Etsy. No, I know, but the, the, the mask was from Etsy. David Weisberg went on to say that he was dismayed that authorities, quote, didn't do apparently the most basic fact-checking or vetting of the information about the Iraqi chemical weapons program. If you just ask a chemical weapons expert, it would have been immediately obvious that it was ludicrous. He goes on to say that he had had some funny emails about the report but felt it is not a nice legacy for the film. It is tragic that we went to war. This has been Are We Doing, doing This? this. A weekly <laughs> internet podcast with four, four friends, friends no with idea no idea what they're doing. What they are doing. Uh, this is Jay oh, man. signing Jay's off. stealing my bit. I'm just stealing your value. Captain John Patrick Mason was played by Jay. This has been Are We Doing This? Brigadier General Francis Frank Hummel was played by Xavier. Uh, FBI Director James Womack was played by Connor Seitz Bowen. Speaking of which, that was John Spencer from the West Wing. Fucking Leo, man. Leo Garrity. He was what? in charge of the FBI. Wow. Right? We missed all of that. Holy yeah. shit. FBI Special Agent Ernest Paxton, played by William Forsyth, is, of course, played by Xavier. Uh, played by Isaac. Xavier's dad. God damn it, Jay. God You've got Connor it, doing Jay. it now, too. You stole my thunder. God damn it. God, why do we say God damn it, Jay? Okay, Isaac, Goodbye. go ahead and close out the podcast. Goodbye. Faster, Jay, faster. Come on, Jay, hurry up. We're almost already done here. Come faster, Jay, faster. I can't finish until Audacity Check. starts. That's oh, what I said. Oh, oh, Ian, Ian Malcolm. Cars and cars Dr. Too. Ian Malcolm. I was talking about, I was trying to explain Independence Day to uh, my lady friend earlier because oh. uh, she's never seen it. What? And uh, she was like, Is that Men in Black? And I'm like, Well, one has Will Smith and the other has Will Smith. And 
Uh, One has it's aliens, tough, it's the other to also to, has aliens. It's tough to try to talk about the 90s to someone who missed a piece of the 90s, you know? Like, you can't really explain that shit. Gotta leave town, got another apartment! I mean, I never saw the Goonies. Spin on my rent, girl, you know I enjoyed it, yeah! I have started Audacity. Oh, I've started it. Oh yeah. Go start it, buddy. No, Hi, whatever. We'll do the claps soon. We'll clap twice. All right. What's what's up, everybody? A one, a two, a one. No, two, you can't do three, that one, like Xavier. You can't stop, do it stop. like that. Let Isaac be in charge of this because he's the only fucking adult that knows what he's doing. We're gonna Isaac. do one, two, three, clap. Okay. okay. Yes. One, two, three. <laughs> Boys, we done fucked up. <laughs> Wait, well, I thought I that think... was clean. So same as last week, we'll just sink it to the uh, to to the failure again. <laughs> oh, you, do we need to do another clap? Yeah. No, we're good. We got right. it. No, we One, <laughs> two, three. <laughs> what is wrong really with you people? <laughs> you know, there was probably some right, amount of fuck it. lag Let's get and delay built show. into it being over the internet, right? So like, it won't. We may be doing it right, but it's not even presenting it to us right because there's latency in the Connor, hearing. Connor, it's entirely possible. Wait, hold on. Do you, do you guys hear that? Wait one sec. Can you hear that? Welcome to Are We Doing This, a weekly internet podcast you with four friends who have no fucker. idea what they're doing. My name's Jay. <laughs> Who's echoing? Not me. And it's probably, it's not me, it's probably Connor, but I did yell, so, like, it could be that. What? Oh, it shouldn't be me. I got, I got airtight headphones with noise reduction and cancellation and stuff.